0: From the PSIA AASI Mobile Studios in Edwards, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Great guests this evening. Uh, we're really going to get to know Jeff Krill because uh, Jeff and First Chair are going to be doing a, a regular series on adaptive, but uh, really it's just good teaching, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. You know, when they use the term adaptive, I mean, it's just adapting the techniques to different and things like that and diagnosis, but it really comes down to just skiing and you teach skiing the way you always have, just doing that with some different equipment and um, adaptations that you you bring into the game. So I believe a lot of areas are kind of at their opening days right now. And uh, what are some, some tips that you'd have for us as the season's getting underway?
1: You know, I always think about, you know, we have so much equipment in the adaptive world that um, gets people out there and um, you can pretty much make anybody ski. It don't, I don't, doesn't matter what their diagnosis is or maybe what type of a disability they have and, um, you know, whether you can t- just move your pinky if it can be or, you know, just be able to blink as ways way to get you out on the snow. But many times we had to, we we forget that there's a pilot in there and that we're trying to explore as much of their independence and what they're capable of as anything else. Yeah, we wanted to go out and have a good time, but it's very easy to take somebody for a ride or to just give them an experience. But I just think there's so much that can be gained by letting people explore what they're capable of. You know, I know that was was given to me early on and I really have kind of kept it going since then as a, a a direction for my entire education, teaching career when it came to skiing.
0: Now, I'm at a new area this season, and this was my first day of new hire training, and I loved it because the trainer was saying, the training manager was saying, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a cert three or a cert two or whatever. If you don't want to pursue anything further in this discipline, there are lots of other areas where it would be great to have you get your certification. And of course, adaptive came up. And um, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I I think, you know, within the the ski world, there are so many different tracks
1: you can go these days, you know, whether it be freestyle or snowboard, you got the Nordic side, and I think they're just all amazing, you know, being able to take a little piece from every other one. You know, for me, I'm an Alpine certified, I've, I've got snowboard, you know, and then I've got adaptive, of course, and then, you know, you've got the children's specialist, you know, you just don't focus on one thing. What makes a great instructor are all the bits and pieces and what you take from one discipline to another. I think I've kind of been you know, exposed to a lot more than a lot of other folks in, in the uh, maybe the ski teaching world because of Adaptive because I had to bring all those different parts and pieces together to, and use the benefit of each of them to, to be better at my craft. So it's been really fun being a part of all of those disciplines. I love it. I, mean, I think you can gain something by not being a one-trade pony, if you will. You know, you, you get so much more from everybody as you, know, you play with all the different disciplines than just one.
0: Now, Jeff, you're in New Hampshire, but you're going to be coming out to Colorado. There's an event coming up next week. Uh, can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, I've got a couple of busy weeks actually coming up here. Um, we have the uh, Adaptive National Academy, you know, done with Disabled Sports USA. It's going to be going on at Breckenridge, Colorado next week um, so be out there for that Um, given clinics um, there's going to be a bunch of veterans out there learning how to ski you know, seeding specialists I mean, it, it's all over the reservation and then you get all the program managers and directors and then the volunteers who are coming out to coach and go to the, um, the academy to be educated, so there's just so much going on there, it's really kind of a great kickoff this season, I love that it happened early season and it just gets everybody really
0: excited for what's about to come And then what's the event coming up after that? After that, then uh, back home east coast uh, pro jam
1: uh which is kind of a master's academy and there's uh national team members and myself there and adaptive is part of that so it's you know it's been primarily an alpine um event for a number of years here in the east but in the last uh, four years or so adaptive has been part of it um so that's been really cool to to be working with um people of that focus um and it's just, you know, it's getting closer and closer. What I do like about sort of the PSIA Aussie world is more of the disciplines are working closer together because as things evolve, the more you really feel that everybody's realizing that there's such similarity and that we can really gain from each other. You know, just kind of like we stated before, it's all, it's all coming together. You know, it's one snow-sport sliding world out there. And uh, Adaptive just happens to be one part of it because we encompass it all.
0: Now, I know we're looking to recruit more instructors to Adaptive, any thoughts on someone who maybe hasn't considered that before? Um, why should they give it a try?
1: You know, it, you know, being an adaptive instructor, I think people get intimidated by either by the equipment or, um, you know, I guess, you know, having to have some sense of a, a knowledge base when it comes to the medical part to it. But, you know, it still just comes down to good ski teaching. And what you do as an everyday line instructor you're dealing with a lot of different people. People come and say, oh, I've got this knee injury, you know, I've got this shoulder shoulder injury, you No, know? I've got a fused ankle. So people have that experience of how they adapt in their day-to-day lesson. And, and let's face it, I mean, you have a lot of different personalities in a, in a lesson group. Um, you know, all different types of learners that are going to be in there. So, you know, and you have to blend them all together to, to get your lesson done. You, you really, pretty much anybody that is an instructor has the ability to adapt. So... I don't think that it's that much different. It's just that the equipment sometimes changes and your um, ability to work with that, but your ability as an instructor and the way that you approach the lesson is really the same thing. So people should not be intimidated by that at all. In fact, it's a lot more fun sometimes.
0: Jeff, anything you want to leave us with tonight uh, before we close? You know, um, I'll just say, you know,
1: like taking on the season here, let's think about independence and let's, uh, you know, move forward with that that mindset as you kind of take on your lessons this season, explore what people are capable of, and don't be limited by anything. Um, I know that any individual who's had a discipline
0: National team member Jeff Krill joining us on First Chair. Jeff, thanks very much.
1: Yeah, can't wait to get back on it with you. Thanks, George.
0: From the PSA, ASI Mobile Studios in Edwards, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.